And now, the Science Bank starting lineup for your Utah Jazz at guard. Joe Ingles, seven foot four, from Australia. Donovan Mitchell, 6'3 guard from the University of Louisville. At small forward. I'm Boyan Bogdanovic. I weigh 230, height 6'7. I'm from Bosnia and Herzegovina, Mostar. At power forward. Royce O'Neal, Buckets O'Neal. Follow me on Twitter. And at center. Rudy Gobert, number 27 from France. Zion's Bank. They haven't forgotten who keeps them in business. The Utah Jazz coming at 30 and 13, seventh best differential in the NBA, seventh best offense, eighth best defense. Over the last two weeks, they are the second best differential in the NBA, number one offense by a large margin, number three defense. The Jazz are the number one three point shooting team in the league, number two shooting team overall, and the fourth best team in the league defending the shot. Also, the fifth best defensive rebounding team. Donovan Mitchell leads the Jazz at 25 points a game, Boyan Bogdanovich 21, and Rudy Gobert with 15 points. And 15 rebounds. Joe Ingles is third on the team in rebounding and leads the team at 4.9 assists. Coming off the bench, George Niang's your best three-point shooter at 44%. The Warriors, on the other hand, are 10-35. and 35, Losers of 11 of their last 12. They come in with the 30th-ranked offense in the NBA out of 30. 25th-ranked defense. Over the last two weeks, they're about the same. 26th differential, 28th offensively, 16th in the league defensively. Their half-court offense is the worst in the NBA if you keep them in the half-court. D'Angelo Russell leads them at 23 points a game. Alec Burks coming off a 33-point explosion against the Blazers. Averages 16 points a game. Draymond Green's their leading rebounder and second-leading assist guy. Willie Cauley-Stein is their second-leading rebounder. And Eric Pascal, who was the teammate of Donovan Mitchell, is their third-leading scorer, the rookie. Let's go downstairs for the in-arena announcement of the starters. Number 23, Dre Montgomery. The number and the signature. Number 22, Glenn Robinson III. Playing his fifth season out of Kentucky. Number two, Willie Cauley-Stein. In his third season, out of Drexel, number one, Damian Lee. And now in his fifth NBA season from the Ohio State University, number zero, D'Angelo Russell. The Warriors head coach is Steve Kerr. Tonight we come to you from a city that's focused on football. But the Utah Jazz have been the ones who've been touching down from afar. Bogdanovich, top to Donovan, driving, stops at the free throw line, gives it back to Bogey. Bogdanovich drives, kicks to the corner, shooter. O'Neal drives the closeout, rotates down over the other corner. Bogdanovich for three. And sacking their opponents. No good. Rebound O'Neal. Great offense by Indiana right there. No dividend. Fast break. Donovan through the lane. Lobs to Rudy. Oh, my. Donovan to Rudy for two. 
by 19. That was fabulous. And a bold movement that's been a blitz for defenses. O'Neal in the quick action, bounce pass to Bradley, goes through the wickets, picked up by Conley, wraps it around O'Neal, top to Donovan, drives the lane, scoops the layup and in. Oh, the ball movement is electric. Looking for win 13 in the last 14. It's the Jazz and the Warriors. Tip-off is now. David, there's two things to look for tonight. Both of them are one on the offense, one on the defense, and that is the back door. They're very concerned with the backdoor play, which means they want to make sure that you can see your man. So if he dips to go backdoor, you can pick him up. And then the other thing here is going to be Donovan got blitzed the last time they played this team. And then he against the New Orleans Pelicans the other night. Uh, and not, not the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, when he played New Orleans, he got blitzed there as well. He responded very well. So what they're going to do is go that 1-4, which means baseline, and Donovan Mitchell at the top of the key. Every now and then, if they're going to run someone to screen, it'll be guard to guard, to guard and not with a big man. We really started running a lot small, small pick and rolls. Yeah. Quinn's really put that in, and that's been a huge part of this offensive explosion. How about that jump ball? Jazz in <laughs> one of the worst jump balls of the year. <laughs> Control it. They're in the white uniforms tonight. Navy blue or blue uniforms with the gold for the it's Warriors. Boyan's the first play. Boyan, left side, drives the lane, kicks to the corner, O'Neal, rotates to Donovan, fakes the pass, penetrates, back to O'Neal, right corner, Boyan Bogdanovich, three no good, offensive rebound, Rudy, spins to the baseline, goes to Duncan, he's fouled by Colley Stein. Well, the ball movement of the Utah Jazz, it has been terrific the last two nights, and frankly, makes the job almost impossible for a play-by-play announcer to keep up, has started right out of the shoot tonight. Boyan passed up a little shot there to kick to the corner there for a three-point attempt. Anyway, but how about Rudy coming up with an offensive rebound? Jazz have won 17 of their last 19 games. Gobert misses the first free throw. In that span, they're the number one offense in the NBA, number two differential, the number one shooting team in the league with an effective field goal percentage, which weighs three-point shooting at 58%. And the numbers are just solid across the board. But Rudy misses both free throws here. They've been making 72% over the last five games. Here are the Warriors, without Klay Thompson, without Steph Curry, with Kevin Durant hanging out in Brooklyn. Right side Lee, step back, 18-footer, good. Damian Lee, they're not, they'll take the mid-range shot. They're 26th in the league in three-point shot attempts, and they don't get to the rim a great deal. Ingles trying to get free of D'Angelo Russell, does now with a left-hand dribble. Step back three for Joe is good. Joe Ingles in that stretch, shooting 52% from the field and 50% from three over the last 19 games. Keep in mind how hard this team plays. Draymond, pull-up jumper, banks it for a free throw. Well, and that's been exemplified by what they've done. While they have lost 12, 11 of their last 12, they've gone to overtime recently with Portland and Denver. Played the Clippers down to the wire. Bogdanovich pick and roll with Gobert, gets to the window, kicks it out to Ingles. Ball fix, gives it back to Bogdanovich in the corner. Drives the left hand, jump stops in the lane, forces up a shot, no. Gobert offensive rebound back up, fouled by Colley Stein. Warriors starting D'Angelo Russell with Alec Burks in the backcourt. That's where most of their scoring will come from, those two. They combine for 40 points a game. Then Eric Pascal is a nice story out of Villanova, second-round draft pick. Glenn Robinson 
and Damian Lee. Pascal's going to come off the bench tonight. Gobert makes this free throw. Last time these two teams met in Salt Lake. Remember how hard they played? They led the Jazz in the first quarter. It's our fourth meeting of four. Last time we'll see the Warriors this year. So Gobert starts tonight one of four at the line. The game is tied at four. Usually when he starts off like that, he'll struggle the rest of the night. Trying to make make those adjustments. Right-hand dribble guarded by Royce O'Neal. Russell switches to the left hand. Mid-range jumper blocked by Gobert. Rudy with a block shot at 15 feet for the two-time defensive player of the year. Ingles comes off a high pick with Gobert. Gets open on the right-hand dribble. Fires the three and misses. Rebound comes down to Draymond. Draymond will play the point guard and push to Lee left side. Blows by Ingles. Sees Gobert. Puts the little banker off the glass and in. 6-4 Golden State. How about pulling up and shooting a little eight-footer, not challenging Rudy? Well, that's because there's a big, mean monster in the middle with this nine-foot-seven standing reach. Driving, Ingles kicks to Donovan. Catch-and-shoot three right side. Jazz the best catch-and-shoot three-point team in the NBA. And Donovan hits it, 7-6. Jazz rotation players, every single one of them other than Rudy Gobert, shoots over 38% on a catch-and-shoot three. That's how you become the best three-point shooting team in the NBA. Robinson on the left elbow, fades back and hits the jumper. That is the son of Glenn Robinson, the big dog. And you remember how great of a shooter he was, especially from the three-point line. Yeah, they're not the same player. Not the same at all. Right side, Joe Ingles comes off a Gobert pick. They're going under or they're switching it. Collie Stein late to get to him. Jazz will recognize that as the night goes on. O'Neal hard drive to the rack, lays it up and in. Warriors have struggled to score in first quarters this year. They're 30th in the NBA in scoring in first quarters. There's the back door. Backdoor cut. Bogdanovich knocks it, but it goes to Collie Stein, who eight-foot push shot's no good. Offensive rebound, Robinson. He'll go to the left corner, fire a three, miss it, and a rebound to the Jazz, who lead it 9-8. How about Steve Kerr leaving Collie Stein in the ballgame with two fouls? Lob to Rudy. Can't catch it. It's off his fingertips and out of bounds. It's interesting. A moment ago on the play-by-play, I talked about how they switched it, but Collie Stein was late to the switch. I think Joe anticipated the same thing there, and then Collie Stein stayed with Rudy, and so he was able to tip that and it goes off Rudy's hands. So here's that small lineup that Steve Kerr talked about in the coaches' meeting there. That so Rudy's going to have to guard Marquise. Chris? Marquise, yeah, Marquise Chris is a Marquise, high-jumping players, kind of an in and out and around the league. D'Angelo Russell, three left side, no good. Jazz rebound and come the other way, still leading at 9-8. Donovan explodes through the lane, high arcing right-hander. Is actually a lob to Gobert, who catches and dunks. Sorry, from our angle, no way for us to be able to tell that. And the pass goes to Rudy. It's an assist for Donovan. 11-8. Lee goes out to the wing. Rudy's with him. Draymond resets Lee on the right side. Lee tries an eight-footer over Rudy. That never works. Rebounds tapped around and controlled by the Warriors. D'Angelo, beautiful fake left, goes right. Puts up the left-hand floor in the lane. That's the mid-range game that is very strong for D'Angelo Russell. And the Jazz lead is 11-10. Jazz effective field goal percentage to start is 71%. The offense still rolling. Donovan pull up mid-range jumper. Right side is good. Donovan Mitchell comes in averaging 25 points a game. Russell left side. He'll rise and fire for a three off a pick. Too hard off the handle. Rebound comes to Bogdanovich. This is going to be a fast game with the Warriors taking so many early transition shots. Donovan 
Fires a three. It's no good. Long rebound comes outside the circle to Royce. Right side, Bogdanovich wearing his patented red shoes. They're patented at this point. Bogdanovich tries to go in the post. He straightens up on D'Angelo Russell. Drives the baseline. Powers back inside and lays it up and in. Boyan Bogdanovich just scores in so many different ways. Timeout. Jazz with a 15-10 lead. Jazz is the fifth-best team in the NBA in first quarters, and they're showing it right now. They're up by five on the Jazz Radio Network. Quinn Snyder, Donovan Mitchell. He's a unique player and a unique person, and, um, you know, he puts his imprint on a game and on his team and on the organization in lots of different ways. I think his teammates have felt that. Really no better example than, you know, what happened last game where he really spent the early part of the game trying to find people and set people up and then he had a a flurry in the second half where you saw that pure heart manifest itself and him really imposing his will on the game. That is your Jazz Newskin Sound Flash brought to you by Newskin. Lee driving, sees Gobert, throws the alley oop high to Marquise Chris, who dunks it. Chris is a high hopper. Football player for most of his high school, became a basketball player late, went to the University of Washington, spent a single year there, and has never really clicked in with an NBA team yet. 15 12, Utah leads it by three. Bogdanovich comes to get it from Gobert outside the circle, working on the right angle, throws a behind the back pass to Ingles. Gobert comes up for the pick. There's three on the shot clock. They chest it to Bogdanovich. Blows by Green. Pulls into a rare mid-range jumper and misses it. Rebound comes down to the Warriors. Bogdanovich takes very few shots in the mid-range. Russell, cross-court pass out to Lee. Cross, gives it back to Russell in the left corner. Pull up for an 18-footer. Left baseline, no good. Rebound, Gobert. No, Chris is one of those guys that's six foot nine that plays at the rim, does not take very many shots away from the rim. Engel snakes the pick and roll back to the left hand. Gives to O'Neal, resets. Mismatched. Oh, Guarded by six. Chris. Let's see what we have. O'Neal pops to the right side, blows by Russell, attacks the 10, slides by Go excuse me, by Draymond Green with a dipsy do and lays it up and in. 17-12. Jordan Clarkson has come off the bench. George Niang getting ready to come in as well. Top to Draymond. Knocked away by O'Neal. Draymond chests it to Chris. Chris is going to hand it off to Robinson. Robinson pulls at the left elbow. Off the handle, no good. 17-12 Utah. Alec Burks getting ready to check in for the Warriors. Former Jazz man. Clarkson. Comes and gets it left side. Jordan with the left-hand dribble in the pocket. Rudy rolling and is being held. Utah 17, the Warriors 12. How good have the Jazz been as of late? Since the shakeup in Miami, the Jazz offensive rating a 122. That's number one in the NBA. The league average is about a 110 in that time period. So 12 points better than league average. The defense has been eighth best in the NBA. The differential is the best in the NBA. Rudy rolling. Ball fakes two defenders. Watches them fly by. Checks his residence and then puts the leather right through the cylinder. Check what? His residence. Like he had enough time to make sure everybody was home safe. Pull up jumper the other way. No good. George Niang grabs his first rebound. I guess that would be his home away from home in the paint. Ingles working the top with Clarkson, Niang, Gobert, and Bogdanovich on the floor. High pick and roll. Snake back to the left hand for Ingles. Cross court pass to Bogdanovich. Drives the baseline. Baseball bounce pass to Niang. He penetrates. Puts up the right hand floater. It's an air ball. And Damian Lee rebounds. 
Lee Green, Chris Burks, and Evans. Alec coming off 33, driving at his buddy Gobert, misses the left-hander. Rudy says, you know me, what are you doing? 19-12, Jazz lead. Ingles comes to the front court, playing the point. Works to the right side. Rudy at the top of the key. No one's moving. Everyone's hasn't been a lot of free throws, a lot of activity, not a lot of game stoppage tonight. 3.57 left here in the first. Bogdanovich, right-hand drive, off balance, off the window, no good. Rebound A.B. A.B. added seven assists, or eight rebounds and seven assists with those 33 points. Same Lee's behind the back pass, kicked out of bounds by Clarkson. And Mike Conley getting ready to enter. Draymond Green checks out. Eric Pascal checks in. Pascal, you may have heard this story earlier this year. If you haven't, he and Donovan Mitchell, childhood friends. We've talked about everyone else picking all the other kids, and they used to stick together, and now they're playing the NBA. Pascal was a second-round pick out of Villanova after winning the national championship there. He drives the lane, doesn't want to attack Gobert, so kicks to the corner for three. It's short. Rebound Conley. There's a mean, nasty monster in the middle of that paint named Rudy Gobert. Clarkson, ball fakes the three. Now puts it on the deck. Pass to the wing. Knocked away by Chris. Jordan Clarkson for the Utah Jazz has changed everything since he came on December 25th. Or December 24th, excuse me. 23rd, I guess. Came to us first game against Portland on the 26th. The trade happened while we were in Miami. Jazz promptly won Beautiful roll by Rudy. Bogdanovich finds him for the dunk, and Utah's up a palindrome. 21-12. Earliest palindrome you can have, Ron. It, it really is. Probably the first <laughs> one we've had in quite some time, too, from there. Left side, Evans, out of Cincinnati. Gives it to Poole, who struggled shooting early in the year. has been better as of late. Back up to A.B. Alec, who played at Colorado, drafted by the Jazz. Swings up top to Chris for a long three. Breck, rebound comes down to Clarkson. Jazz by nine here early. 2.52 left in the first. Clarkson off a Gobert pick for an off-the-bounce three, and he got it. That is not Jordan's strength, the -the off-the-bounce three versus the catch-and-shoot three, but he hits that one. I think he was expecting some contact there from the backside. You know how you pull up right off the side of the screen? It didn't come. Pull-up jumper in the left wing is no good by Poole. 24-12. Jazz go from a palindrome to doubling him. Here's a high pick-and-roll. Bogdanovich driving, a lot of contact off the window, no call. Pascal will get the, excuse me, no bucket. There is the call. Pascal will get the foul. We have a timeout. Jazz with an early jump here, 24 to 12 on the Warriors on the Jazz Radio Network. Four to 12, 225 left here in the first quarter. David Locke along with Ron Boone. It's another night of electric jazz offense here in the early going. Effective field goal percentage is the number that weighs three-point shooting. And the reason that is important is because with the proliferation of three-point shooting in the NBA, field goal percentage no longer tells a very good story. Effective field goal percentage weighs three-point shots. The Jazz effective field goal percentage, which would be the equivalent of shooting twos, is at 67.6% right now. Ron, the Jazz are the number two effective field goal percentage team in the league at 55% on the season. And they are rolling. Right now, the Jazz are scoring 1.4 points per possession tonight. Their offense is just on another level, and they lead this one 25-12. It's amazing, but this time last year is when they started to catch fire. 
over 500, 22 and 21 at this point last season. This is when the Jazz started to catch fire. They were under 500 up to this point last year. The league has been kind to the Jazz tonight. The L.A. Clippers have lost in Atlanta. The Houston Rockets are beating the Denver Nuggets. So with a win tonight for the Utah Jazz, they will move into sole possession of second place in the Western Conference for the first time. Bogdanovich splits the free throws. 25-12 to 12 Utah. That doesn't happen too often at 90%. No. I guess you got to miss him every now and then, right? Yeah. Mike Conley is in the game for the Jazz. He commits a foul defensively. What have you seen from Mike Conley as he has come off the bench in his first two games back for the hamstring injury? What I've seen is patience. I mean, he's not pushing anything to the point where he wants to uh, take over a ball game and, and have a big night. Incidentally, two of his biggest games, best games anyway, it's come against the Golden State Warriors. It's happening 24 points a ball game against the Golden State Warriors. Here's Poole. Hands to Alec Burks. A.B. takes a left-hand dribble into an awkward mid-range shot. Awkward because he was fouled by Donovan. Donovan's got the yellow shoes on tonight. The Don Once. Bright yellow with a little black on the outside. Basketball shoes are a fashion statement. Oh, they certainly are. A.B. going to the line. How about this free throw percentage this year? Have you checked that out? I missed it, Ron. What do you got for Are you kidding? What is he at, 90%? That'll help you. 16 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists a game for A.B. 195 attempts. So he's always gone to the free throw line because he does drive quite a bit. Interesting thing for him will be whether this earns him a mid-level exception contract next year or whether... He just extended his career. It'll be interesting to see. Tony Bradley comes in for the first time. Tony playing very well as of late. Second best offensive rebounder in all of the NBA as Clarkson drives, puts up a shot, and scores. That shot's unbelievable. Jordan Clarkson is a bucket getter. He's taken 23 of those on that right side, made 10. High percentage for that shot. That's a sub-40% shot in this league. 27-14. Pascal driving, sees Royce O'Neal, fades back, misses. And Royce, the Jazz' second leading rebounder, comes back for the board. Gobert's off the floor right now. Conley comes into the front court, rises and fires. It's a swish three on the right side. And Utah's up 29. Now, let's see, one scoreboard's calling it a two. Another score calling it a three. We're not quite sure. The Jazz are on quite a run. This game was 15-12. to 12. And A.B. puts one back in. Jazz... Prior to that, or even still now, a 15-5 run. A.B. at 36% from the three-point line. It, well, he's working very hard at getting that extension. That's right. Good new deal. 23-6 run if you stretch it out for the Jazz before that A.B. bucket. Donovan works the left side. Step back mid-range. Fadeaway jumper is good. Such a pretty the shot. is just something else. They just are not missing. Just, 65% from the field, 50% from three. I just like seeing him knock down shots that he works on in, before practice. Jordan Poole, long rebound on a miss. Back out to Chris, resets Poole. Poole takes a right-hand dribble, flakes another right-hander up. His shot selection is not good for the young player, and that leads him going 0 for 3. Shot clock and game clock are virtually the same as the Jazz lead at 31-17 here in the first. Conley comes off a Bradley pick with seven. Snakes back to the left hand at the elbow. Now retreats back. Puts the dribble down. Fires the three. No good. Rebound battle for A.B. Has it with one second left. He will not get it off. 
And the first quarter will come to the end. The Utah Jazz, who are the fifth best first quarter team in the NBA, lead at 31-17. A 23-6 run highlights the quarter for the Jazz on the Jazz Radio. Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Beautiful roll by Rudy. Bogdanovich finds it for the dunk, and Utah's up a palindrome. 21-12. Second quarter about to get underway. Jazz lead at 31-17. Utah Jazz play-by-play Cal. Proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Start your home improvement project with a home equity line of credit with Golden West Credit Union for 1.99 APR fixed for the first six months and no fees apply to WCU.com. Eric Pascal puts in two for the Warriors. His first two of the night. Thurl Bailey will join us here in a moment on our commercial-free second quarter brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Omari Spellman in for the Warriors as well. We'll set the jazz for you here in just a minute as Donovan works the right side. Spider spins, stops, pops, and misses. Tony Bradley tries to tip the rebound in, doesn't. Goes back up a second time and loses it out of bounds. Might have been a block shot. Thurl Bailey, what were your impressions of the first quarter where the Jazz led by 14 by the end? Uh, I, I thought it was pretty dominant. I mean, the Jazz defense clicking in and uh, Golden State obviously not shooting very well before that half-foot shot, 30%. But uh, Jazz doing a great job of executing on the offensive end. So I, I don't think they've really missed a beat right now. I and mean, they're doing what they're supposed to do against a team like this. Pascal drives the left side. Reach-in foul on Tony Bradley. And Pascal will go to the line. Right-hander hits it. Cute pictures floating around the internet of he and Donovan and his kids together. Injury report update tonight for the Utah Jazz. Empty. No injuries to speak of. The Golden State Warriors, no Steph Curry, no Clay Thompson. The injury report presented by University of Utah Health. Taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit uofuhealth.org slash jazz. Steph probably comes back sometime around March, and Clay probably doesn't play again this year. Or play this year, period. I did see that the target date is March 1st. And the Warriors disputing that. You didn't get the Raymond Ritter lecture on March 1st today? <laughs> he called me and we talked about everything but, but basketball. That, yeah, <laughs> well, Raymond's the best. Donovan works the pick and roll to the right side of the floor, brings Spellman back out with him. Spellman's a big body, not fleet of foot. Donovan wiggles to the left, pulls up for the three, trying to draw a foul, didn't get it. A.B. rebounds. 31-21, Jazz by 12, Alec to the front court. Spellman trying to go in the post on Ingles. Spellman holding, 6-9, finds a cutting Pascal to the basket. Tony Bradley defending, and Tony fouls him. That'll be Tony's second foul with four minutes of action tonight. Tony's been avoiding this kind of foul trouble recently. Pascal will go to the line again. Yeah, that, that, that play there was he slipped the screen. That's what he did, and, and Tony was caught off guard. He was able to get behind him. Pascal, one of the multiple Villanova products that are floating around the NBA. Jay Wright has won a bunch of titles. And see Jalen Brunson and Eric Pascal and others that are now working their way into the NBA. Often second-round draft picks then exceed their draft spot. Funny how that works when they just won national titles. George Niang, the Iowa State Cyclone, hands to Donovan. 
Chest at left side to Joe, coming off a Bradley pick. Now Tony rolls to the rack, draws the contact, finishes at the rim. Beautiful give for Joe Ingles. That's his sixth assist of the game already. Joe's just so good at knowing. I mean, we talk about he and Rudy a lot, but even other guys, he's just so good at knowing where to place that ball, whether it's a kick outside or whether it's one of the bigs and Rudy or Tony Bradley rolling to the basket. And it really helps that Bradley has good hands. He has great hands. That's his best attribute. 13-point lead, mid-range jumper for Spellman is good. He can shoot. He was in Atlanta last year. Originally drafted as a second-round pick by the Hawks. The 30th pick, as a matter of fact. Oh, late. For, sorry, that was first-round pick. Yeah. Jordan Clarkson, step back three, off the bounce, no good. Rebound loose. Tony Bradley has it. Bradley, the second-best offensive rebounding rate in the NBA behind. Who would be the best offensive rebounder in the NBA? Tony former Bradley. Jazz. No, Tony's number two. <laughs> Who's former Jazz man is your clue? Derek Favors? No. Thurl Bailey, want to interject here? What was the question? Who's the number one offensive rebounding rate in the NBA? Former Jazz man. You guys are going to be kicking yourself if you don't get this one. Which team? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, now? Six on the shot clock. Donovan works the right side. Snakes underneath the left hand. Ball fakes. Contested tough shot over AB is good. Ennis Cantor. I knew that. I mean, if it's an offense, it's got a chance to be points. Ennis is getting it. Oh, I was trying to think of guys that I like. D'Angelo <laughs> <laughs> oh, Russell, finger roll layup, up and in. 36-25. Clarkson snakes out of the pick and roll, gets to the window, and puts nice. it in. Nice that sneak can just there. score it. That's- 38-25, nine minutes left. Why does he get wherever he wants to go on the dribble? What is it about Clarkson? Here's Pascal driving it in Yang. Takes him to the rack, makes him all for the shot. No good. Tony slides over and grabs the rebound for the Jazz. Donovan with his bright yellow shoes comes across the near side. Now puts the accelerator down, goes behind his back. A.B. strips it. And a foul by Niang at the half court. Stops the fast break. Guys, what is it about Clarkson and his game that allows him to always get where he wants to go with the dribble? I, I think it's uh, part of it is just being very confident with your handles. And if you watch him, he knows the spaces to get to. You know, he knows where the defense isn't. And I think Joe is really good at that as well. And, and Joe does it a little bit slower, but he's able to, to be confident enough to keep his dribble to search a little bit for not just uh, his shot, but other guys open. They're going to review this as Siegfried and Jensen review. Siegfried and Jensen reviewing injury cases in Utah for 30 years for a clear path foul. I thought Clarkson was ahead of the foul there, ahead of the ball and everything. So. Well, I guess they could rule... Do we have this feed? Um, I guess they could rule that the far side guy was ahead of Clarkson and the ball had been released by A.B. would be the only thought I have there. Common foul holds. We were searching. We're never quite sure. By the way, if you, I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, seemed to be 
And this guy named Zion Williamson returning to basketball today. The only thing that, like, I, I never would have known that. No, really. Played, he's got <laughs> two know, points, three rebounds in eight minutes. I never would have known that he was playing tonight. <laughs> really? If, if I did CNN it broke like, into the impeachment God, hearing everybody. to tell you. <laughs> right side, A.B. A.B.'s <laughs> working over on the right baseline. Drives, has Rudy, tries to go reverse side, shot blocked. A.B., you know better than that. Rudy's sprinting out ahead, takes a six-footer from the right side awkwardly and misses. And the Jazz... Now get back defensively, leading at 38-25. Lob inside, knocked away by Conley, picked up by Clarkson. Jazz on the push. Jazz by 13. Cross-court pass to Ingles in the corner. Drives to the left hand. Cut off nicely by the defense, so he retreats patiently. Now working at Joe Ingles' speed. He bounces into the post to Gobert. Rudy hook, puts the hook. left hand hook coming across the lane and banks it up <laughs> and in. That's one each of the last two nights for Rudy. There you have to love that. Special, baby. I think heading to Chicago this year for the much-awaited first All-Star appearance. A.B. gets in the lane, sees Rudy this time, gets it off to Pascal. Pascal scores it. Yeah, you can see Clarkson, who for the most part had gotten out of the play. He tried to recover and get back, but he just wasn't quick enough. 40-27, to Jazz by 13. Ingles, left-hand dribble, into the paint, gets there, puts up a shot, no good. Rudy mistimes the jump, and as the ball hung on the orange iron for just a little extra, but a push in the back against the defense who realized what Rudy was about to do will give maintain possession for the Jazz. Guys, I don't, I don't think you understand how excited that makes me to see Rudy Gobert swing a hook shot. Um, and, and I say that because... One, it, it's an old school shot. It's an unstoppable shot, really. But he's only tried that a couple of times, and and you know he's made them two games in a row, like you just talked about. But the more he does those things, he's not afraid to do them in a game. And now you you seeing this come to fruition. He and Alice Jensen work hard. Here's Rudy, left hand drive to the rack, just takes the defender under the tin and packs it on him. Get out of here. Oh my, Rudy. Don't do me like that. 42-27. Rudy Gobert putting on an offensive display here in San Francisco. Left hand hooks and dunks. Russell fouled the free throw line on the jumper by O'Neal. Rudy started that drive outside the three-point line. Two left-hand dribbles to a jump stop and a pass. Wow. Thurl Bailey... You called it first. I don't think you thought he was going to be that special. Why do you say that? Because <laughs> you didn't think he was going to be putting on the deck at 25 feet. You're lying at that point. I know you, you did. Were, you were coached by Jim Valvano, and he believes in everything, so maybe that rubbed off on you a little bit. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, uh, in, in high school when my coach was teaching me the hook shot in practice, he, he ran a play for me in the game. And uh, I was so comfortable with my turnaround jumper that that's what I went to. And every time I I shoot that turnaround jumper, when he wanted me to shoot a hook, he pulled me out of the game. And he put me back in and said, I want to run this play to you. I want you to shoot the shot that we've been working on. And so huh. I, I remember I remember the second time going in there and getting ready to go for the hook. And it was just easier to turn to my right for that turnaround day. He took me out again. And 
So it taught me a lesson that he said, even if I bricked it, it didn't matter. Just kind of go in there and attempt it. The more you do it, the easier it'll get. And I like what Rudy's doing. He's at least trying. Okay, I have a question, though, Big T has nothing to do with that. But uh, I saw the, the basketball coach who went into the high school basketball coach from DeMatha High School, went into, went into the Hall of Fame. Did you have a chance to go there or play it against them or what? <laughs> I love you, Brunus. I love you, man. I'm not yeah, leading uh, into anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. You, okay, you well I won't know. tell the story, but, <laughs> but just I'm talk about tell. how great of a coach, high school coach he was at. Well, he was awesome. He was awesome. Uh, you know, Sidney Lowe and Derek Wittenberg, my college teammates, uh, and Hawkeye Whitney was my college teammate, went to DeMatha. And, you know, obviously, Morgan Wooten, one of the greatest ever. Uh, they came in scrimmage out school, which was just down the road. Uh, they beat us by 65 that day. And right after they were done, they he made them run suicide and sprint. We just sat up, we sat up on the sidelines in awe of his team and, and his coaching skills and how they just came together for him. Thurl Bailey, good stories all the way around tonight. We'll let you go. She'll be ready for your AT&T shot. That'll jump on us quickly. Big T, thank you very much for the commercial-free second quarter visit. All right. Thanks, Bruno, for not you telling the story. Thanks for letting me tell it. I'm sorry, but I'm a, that was a great story, and I know Adrian Dantley went there as well. So That's right. Adrian Brands, Adrian Dantley, a lot of great. Yeah, all right. The Three Road 2020 Subaru Ascent. It's the biggest SUV Subaru you've ever made. With room up to eight and choices. Second round captain, second row captain's chairs or bench seating plus standard symmetrical all-wheel drive with up to 27 miles per gallon. The 2020 Subaru Ascent. Love is now bigger than ever. Test drive the Ascent today at either Mark Miller's Subaru location, markmillersubaru.com. D'Angelo Russell back in the line, makes both free throws. Jazz lead at 42-29 tonight. Mike Conley comes to the front court. We interesting to watch how many minutes Mike plays tonight in the first half, see if that number's up a little bit. It's been around eight or nine. Bogdanovich pops out left side, works the baseline, comes off a Gobert pick to his right. They switch, so he swings it back up top to Clarkson. Clarkson off a bounce three, no good, misses it badly again talked about this a lot. Jordan much better on the catch and shoot than he is on the off the bounce three. 42-29 Utah. Amari Spellman top to D'Angelo Russell. He's their leading scorer at 23 points a game. Russell top of the key. Quick release. High arcer is good. Barely jumps and just kind of pushes it off the belt almost. That's why he can get it off so quick and even off, off when tall defenders are defending him. They're switching all over the floor now, one through five. And they're big right now. They've got mm-hmm. Spellman and Collie Stein. Cross-court pass Bo- Conley finds Bogdanovich left corner three swish. Boyan Bogdanovich averaging 21 a game and he's got six tonight. Jazz back up by 14. That's a 30-point bell as Collie Stein rolls the lane, misses the layup. Rebound comes down to Royce O'Neal. Right side, Bogdanovich. Transition, quick release. Three is good. Boyan Bogdanovich and the Jazz are up 17. And the offense is just still rolling. It's going to be 20 games of which the offense has been this good. That's a quarter of the season. It's becoming more and more real, frankly. 
Warriors miss. Here come the Jazz again in transition. They'll set the half-court offense, which is now the fourth best in the NBA. Clarkson off the bounce, fires the three, too hard off the handle. Rebound comes all the way back to Clarkson. He wiggles his way to the rack and gets his shot blocked and fouled. Jordan Clarkson on an off-the-bounce three. Hits at about 29.6% on a catch-and-shoot three is 42%. We'll go to get two free throws here. Well, you just heard the 30-point bell a moment ago. That's anytime anybody in the NBA scores 30 points. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus of Linden. Inviting you to test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile. And let's find out who rang the 30-point bell. In the middle, he goes John Collins. Right down the lane, a two-hand slam. Well, John Collins with the stunner on the scoreboard tonight. Collins with 33 points and 16 rebounds as the Clippers, without Kawhi Leonard and without Paul George, lose in Atlanta 102-95. And that is going to be the story of the Western Conference is whether the Clippers resting, load management, whatever you want to call it, all their guys, drop in the standings where the two and three seed are going to be very important. And how important is that? Is it are their team that they're not afraid of anyone in the league? Draymond, right side three is good for Draymond Green. And the crowd with the one player they recognize gets nuts. 50 to 34. We're here in November. Conley works off a pick and roll, works inside, ball fakes the defender, then pushes up an offward right hander, never got settled. Rebound comes out to Draymond. Crowd loves it when Draymond has it. Gives it to Lee on the right side. He hangs in the air. Sees Gobert. Gives it to Collie Stein. Tries the rim against Gobert. No good. Why do you even try? He's that long. He's that good. He's that big. 50-34. to 34. Bogdanovich off a of Gobert pick. Keeps the left-hand dribble. Throws it behind the back pass to Conley. For a corner three, no good. Rudy reaches high to the sky for the rebound. Throws it back out to Bogdanovich. Cross court to Clarkson. Catch and shoot three for Jordan is short. And the rebound comes out to the Warriors. 50 to 34, Utah. Jazz are actually only 5 of 15 from three now, and a foul on Royce O'Neal. This is when it gets crazy, Ron. Is when the Jazz are up by 16. The offense is turning. You look down, and you're like, oh, we're only 5 of 15 from three, and we shoot 40% from three, which means as the night goes on, we're going to actually get better. And what's the Jazz usually do? Get better. The Orlando game is the one that just strikes me. Is if, if this season goes as it feels, I'm going to go back to that Orlando game in the fourth quarter where the Jazz suddenly went 5 of 6 from 3 behind George Niang, and everyone's reference point was, oh, the Jazz went nuts. Uh, and you look down, and by the end of the quarter, they were shooting 38% from three. It wasn't that they went crazy by making five of six. It was that they suddenly just kind of got to their average. There's a review going on, and I don't know why. Oh, I think they're checking to see who was who the foul was on, and it was on Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal was so surprised that that they called it on him. He did have his hand on Willie Collinstein's hip, but I don't think he deserved a foul for that. Hooked him in the arm a little bit, I guess. He was trying to be up 15. I don't want to complain about officials, so I'm just going to try to be really nice. 15 to 35. Jazz leading it. 
Jazz have 12 assists already tonight. The magic number for the Jazz with assists this year has been 22. They're 21 and 2 when they get 22 assists. They lead by 14, 50 to 36. Bogdanovich comes to get at the top. Guarded by Draymond, won a defensive player of the year award in his past. Calls for a pick, works the left hand dribble. They double team Bogdanovich. Cross court pass to Donovan. He ball fakes, then tries to dive at the shooter and throws up an air ball. Donovan could have just settled himself in shot. That's the second time tonight he's tried to get AB on that foul. 14-point Jazz advantage. Quick three right corner, no good. 50-50 rebound, picked up by Donovan. Outlet to Bogdanovich. Settles, fires, misses. Rebound comes down to Lee of the Warriors. Lee, cross-court pass to the corner. Stolen by Bogdanovich. Three on one. Donovan's out on the left side. Curls back out. Finds Ingles. Feet set. Ball wet. Splash. Timeout Warriors. All that flurry. All that bluster. And the Jazz are still up 17. You will huff. You will puff. You will not blow the door down. Let's take pause 10 seconds. Along the Utah Jazz Radio Network for station identification. From the Carrier HVAC studio, this is KCNS FM Colville, KCNS AM Salt Lake City, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Utah Jazz General Manager Dennis Lindsay stopped by and joined our big show on our flagship station, 1280 of The Zone, and 97.5, as he does weekly. And talked about what he's seeing out of this red-hot Utah Jazz team that's won 11, 12 of 13 and 17 and 19. Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations for the Utah Jazz, Dennis Lindsay. The team has been playing so well. How pleased are you with the progress that you're seeing on the floor? That's really all you can ask for, that the group improve. Quinn's doing a few things tactically different. Players are getting to know each other better. Now we're reintegrating Mike Conley. Those early returns have been terrific. And frankly, we just kind of got to put our head down, bow our neck, and continue to improve so we could start tackling the tougher part of the schedule that comes up over the next few weeks. Tougher schedule, but interesting note on that schedule. While the teams are better, the defenses are not. And the Jazz offense has been remarkable. They will not play a top 10 defense until they play Miami the night before the All-Star break. So it looks like, and you tell me if I'm wrong here, David, but it looks like a lot of teams now built around outscoring teams more so than uh, trying to build... Well, that's what's what's unique about Utah is that we're one of the few two-way teams. So right now you have Milwaukee, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Celtics, and the Jazz as the only five teams in the NBA where your offense and defense are both in the top ten. Jazz have played the Clippers this year, beat them both times, once at home and once on the road. They have lost to the Lakers both times, once at home, once on the road. They split with Milwaukee and have not played the Boston Celtics yet of those teams. 53-36 is the score here. 2.45 left to the second quarter. Second quarter, commercial three brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Jazz lead it by 14. Excuse me, at the end of one, led it by 14. Now lead it by 17. Here at Zions Bank starters, 11 for Gobert. Nine for Bogdanovich, nine for Donovan, six for Joe, four for Royce. Clarkson came off the bench for nine. 
Mike Conley played nine minutes in the first half. He's one for four with two points. D'Angelo Russell brings out the front court. Russell's three of seven with eight points to lead the Warriors. Takes the left-hand dribble, fending off on Joe Ingles. On They call a foul on Ingles. Joe's not going to like that call very much. Are you curious to watch that replay? It looked like he was running, trying to make sure he got out of the way. Russell was reaching out, dribbling with his left, holding out Ingles with his right hand. Maybe Joe swiped at it. Only reason I say I'd be curious to see the replay is we can't see from here, literally, the way Russell had us shielded away from what was taking place there. This arena looks huge, massive. <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't seat any more than, than our arena. I don't have a vibe on this place yet at all. Our first night here was so weird with the, Warrior, with the Niners and the Seahawks game taking place. 53-38. Rudy on a roll to the rack and he dunks. That's the play the Jazz run for the out of free throws sometimes for Rudy Gobert. And Rudy's having a big offensive night with 13 points, 8 rebounds. And two block shots. Russell, left-hand dribble, sees Rudy, retreats. Now has Rudy on him. This does not work as much as people think. Step back three, got it. That is D'Angelo Russell's expertise right there. And that's what I meant by he gets it off quick. Even when taller guys are guarding him, he doesn't get up off the floor. And that ball was already gone by the time Rudy started to challenge the shot. It's an unnatural release. Lob to Rudy again. Knocked out of bounds by Draymond. Ingles trying to force it up there. Joe has seven assists already. Jazz have... Really been taking care of the ball recently, not turning it over. Unlike earlier in the year, and now are again tonight. And that was supposed to be what the, the Warriors are doing well, forcing turnovers. They have 723 forced turnovers. Bogdanovich, cross-court pass to Ingles, touches it to, excuse me, to O'Neal, touches to Ingles, back to Bogdanovich. Right corner three, no good. Rudy Jam follow! Oh, Rudy. He, he, he got 15 points. He had 15 the last time these two teams met. T- only two points in the first half. Mid-range jumper for Russell. No good. Rudy grabs his 10th rebound. We got a double-double in the first half for Rudy Gobert. 15 points, 10 rebounds. He looks like the varsity player. Some of the other bigs look like the junior varsity players. Ingles fakes the pass, drives, lays it up and in. That looks so easy. Oh, man. 59-41, Utah by 18. Joe Ingles just and slow. having people on a rope. A little bit of a puppeteer. D'Angelo pull up mid-range. Jumper's good. You know, David, I heard I was listening to a game the other night. You know how you watch and have listen, you know, and, and I thought I heard someone say slow-mo something, and I wonder where that started. Ingles gets in the lane, crosses it over to Donovan. Catch and shoot three. Good. They are incredible. This offense is just incredible. 62-43, and they're not even hot. This is the whole thing. Russell fires the three, no good. Rebound O'Neal. I had lunch with my dad today. Much to my mother's dismay, the conversation moved to the Jazz offense. <laughs> she didn't want to hear that. Not oh, probably. Let's talk she, about something not else. Probably about she the kids, was huh? Right. How's Arden? <laughs> That's right. Foul on, and my dad says you can't just keep shooting fifty percent. And I said, in theory, you're right. But let's take a moment. This is, of course, what my father and I sit around and talk about. As Donovan's at the line for two, let's take a moment here. And in theory, if the Jazz are taking thirty-five shots a night at, from three, and they're making forty percent of them. And Rudy goes and gets five or six dunks a night. 
like, why don't we end up shooting 50% if you're also getting another five or six shots a night at the rim? If your shot distribution is right and you're shooting 40 from three and you're getting 20, you know, 40% of your other shots at the rim, which the Jazz aren't quite at, you, you can actually have nights like this without doing anything special. Donovan splits the free throws, Utah by 20. Draymond Green at the top. Finds a back-cutting lead. That was Ron's shoot-around report. Was watching for the backdoor cuts, and the Jazz haven't really been beat on one yet tonight. They get the rebound there. The shot clock is off, and they will go to the locker room with at least a 20-point lead. Here comes Donovan. Off Bogdanovich driving and fouled. And Donovan will get two free throws. This just doesn't seem like what we've seen out of the Golden State Warriors over the years, does it? No, this is a little strange to watch. It really is. Well, they'll be back with their early draft pick, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry returning. Draymond will energize. They're basically, you know, Draymond's playing, but he's played 12 minutes tonight. Donovan's first free throw is good. Offensive rating. This is always how I like to share with you what the team's doing offensively. Again, the league average is 110. That means you score 110 points per 100 possessions. The league's best is 116. The Jazz for the last 15 games have been 122. Tonight, they're 143. This is ridiculous. That'll bring the average up. (laughs) This is crazy. 65-43, 65-43, Utah by 22, as D'Angelo Russell rises for three at the horn and misses. The Jazz will go to the locker room up 22 in San Francisco. Here's what that means. For those of you children out there, it's 9 o'clock at night that are listening. Don't fight the parents to stay up for the rest of this one. Do your homework. Go to bed. Use your argument for another game on another night. <laughs> for the rest of you, stay with us for the halftime show in the post game in the second half. Jazz by 22 on the Jazz Radio Network. Second half basketball about to get underway. Jazz leading it by 22, 65-43. Clean game, only four turnovers in the first half. Jazz offense has been brilliant, defense has been superb. Here's a tight curl by Lee, tries to lob it up to Colley Stein, but Donovan comes down and helps. And that is exactly the play we walk through and shoot around. Jazz take it the other way, and Donovan Mitchell goes coast to coast to the lab and go up 24. Ron, our shoot around report today, we gave a little bit of a tutorial on things, and that play right there was exactly what we were talking about as the Jazz forced another turnover. Here comes Joe Ingles, right side. 67-43, Utah. Ingles high pick and roll. Bounces to Rudy. Rotates it out to O'Neal. Ball fakes a three. Finds Bogdanovich. Right corner. One dribble. Settles himself and fires and hits. Man alive, are they good. 27-point lead as the Utah Jazz offense just continues to be nearly perfect. With dribble penetration. Looking weak side. I mean, the, the Warriors have actually been half decent defensively, just not very good yeah. offensively. But tonight, they're getting torched. 70 to 46, 24 point lead. Yeah. 
Rudy's got deep position on Collie Stein, and Bogdanovich finds him a foul on Collie Stein. Willie Collie Stein has not been off impressive tonight. Nine points, two, nine minutes, two points, two fouls, three rebounds. He has had almost no impact on the game. Yeah, he picked up two early fouls there in that first um, first quarter. He used to fire up to play Rudy in Sacramento as though he had something to try to prove. Donovan steps into a three and hits. 73-46. So if you're wondering if the Jazz might blink, I guess not. D'Angelo Russell at a three a moment ago. Works in the lane. Throws an underhand scoop. No good. Gets his own rebound back up and in. Russell's going to get his points here. Well, he's got 20. 73-48. Utah leading it. Back cut. Joe Ingles. He got it from Rudy Gobert for the layup. And Steve Kerr would like them to play some semblance of some defense. And he will call a timeout. 75-48 Utah. 9.56 left in the third on the Jazz Radio Network. Basket crossed over 4,500 points in his career in less than 200 games. This is actually his 199th career game. Joins Dwayne Wade, Vince Carter, Allen Iverson, Mitch Richmond, and Michael Jordan as the last six guards to score 4,500 points in less than 200 games. That would be six for six on the Hall of Fame right there. So I think we know where Donovan's career is taking him. 75-48. It is a pleasure to watch him every night. Utah in complete control. The Jazz offensive rating right now is a 150. Back cut, Donovan Mitchell, left baseline, comes around, hands it Bogdanovich. Behind the back to Donovan, guarded by Colley Stein with four on the shot clock. Step back three, no good. Ingles taps the rebound to the corner, but nobody's there, and it goes out of bounds. Ron, there's one question on every Jazz fan's mind. Is this offensive explosion that has now gone on since every game since the Jazz got Clarkson it is, or for the last it is 20 sustainable. games? It is sustainable. <laughs> yeah. They are the best offense in the NBA? I, I, no question. I think, as you mentioned so often, the numbers show that. And poor Donovan just ran right through him. Damon Lee, the foul. Lee actually played a year at Louisville. But Donovan has shown that he can respect you and be friends with you and not be particularly interested in doing that on the court, as Aaron Holiday found out the other night in Indiana, against Indiana. Uh, getting back to the offense, we have shooters on this team. And the ball movement and this kind of play here with, with the way Boyan's playing. Boyan just gets in the lane. They stick on Rudy. They stick on the shooters. So he goes to the window and lays it up and in. And those are just like eight-footers that he's knocking down. I mean, we talked about this all offseason because as we projected what this team was going to look like, the choices are bad if you're the defense. Rudy Gobert's rolling to the rim. He shoots 70%. He led the league in dunks last year. You've got Boyan at 45%, unless, of course, he's in the left corner, in which case he's over 50%. you got Joe Ingles in the other corner. He's over 50% for that corner. And you've got either Donovan Royce or Mike Conley lifted, and they're all 40% catch-and-shoot guys. Like, the math is really bad defensively unless you're going to double 
I don't know what you, I, I actually think the answer, and anyone who's done this to the Jazz in the last three years has been torched by the Jazz, is I think you're going to have to start double-teaming the ball on the pick-and-roll, but then you're bringing a third guy over to help with Rudy, and if they make the extra pass, it's an open three. Rudy on a roll to the basket here, and Draymond Green found the other one, and I was actually, my, my folks had some friends here that said, you know, and they just asked me literally the, you know, two older intellectual gentlemen, probably in their 80s, um, said, hey, anything we should interesting we should watch in the second half? I just said, watch where the Jazz players are spaced. They're spaced perfectly on every play. Donovan works in the lane. Ingles rotates up to the top, comes off an O'Neal pick, bounces to Rudy. He'll put a left-hand dribble down the paint, rolling around, tries to bounce it out to O'Neal, but forgot about the shot clock. He was about to try that left-handed hook, and it was slapped out of his hands. Probably would have beat the shot clock. But the amount of shooters that the Jazz have now, David, uh, and the type of shots that they get, everyone's not going to have a bad night. You know, so I think it's definitely sustainable. 77-50. Jazz lead this. Draymond Green bumping and backing in the lane. Gives it off to Collie Stein. Baseline jumper, no good. Here comes Royce. Jazz have been incredible off of defensive rebounds for the last 20 games offensively. 1.3 points per possession. Donovan, straight away, off the bounce, three rattles at home. Got hit by Draymond, no call. And Donovan's got four threes tonight, just meandering his way up to another 23-point night. Russell, in the pocket, fires the mid-range jumper and hits. He's going to get his because there's frankly nobody else who can. He's got 22. And the Jazz lead it 80-52. to 52. Warriors are the last in the NBA in offense. What a change that is. Rudy on the roll to the rack. Blocked at the cup by Colley Stein. That'll be the highlight of the night for the Warriors. Draymond lobs to Colley Stein. Donovan goes up with him, tips it. Donovan rebounds. Baseline. Baseball outlet to Rudy who then dunks it the other way. And Donovan pretends he's a pitcher. And Rudy's probably thinking, that's what I should have done when I just got my shot blocked. <laughs> because he just, like he was just going to lay it in, you know. Russell misses a three. Donovan to the front court. Thinks about another baseball pass. Stead Ingles comes to get it. Comes off double stagger. Left-hand dribble. Rudy rolling. Boy on space. Donovan space. Rudy in the middle of the lane. And the pass to him gets knocked out of bounds. Technical foul on Rudy Gobert. It's not worth it for Rudy. Yeah. Up by 30. Well, at some point, you get tired of getting Right. Slapped around. But if Rudy hasn't learned that maybe these officials talk when he got a foul called on the opening tip or whatever it was last year, maybe he should remember that. He's still talking to the official as well. He's saying, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to bother you and be offensive in any manner. Right? I'm sure. Of course. (laughs) Jazz in complete control tonight. By the way, every time a block shot happens, you Cypress Credit Union will donate $50 to the Community Recreation Association, a nonprofit organization that provides funding for youth in our communities to participate in sports and other extracurricular activities. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. So if you were a player and you were upset with an official and you were a, a, 30. a, a foreign player, yeah, would you, <laughs> and English is not your... 
First language? First language. Would you swear at them in French? W- would you just go to them and just talk French and just just rattle off? Just And I'm guessing the officials' insecurities would give you a technical foul in right a away. second. I don't know what he said to me, but it didn't sound good. T. 82-52, Jazz by 30. And we've got 18 minutes and 11 seconds to play because the league mandates it. Floater no good. Gobert and Bogdavich battling for the rebound. But a foul called on Kali Stein for the push. Kali Stein is, I think, one more foul away from the I want to go home, I don't want to play anymore foul. <laughs> Our statistician wondered if there was the CYO rule that you could play running clock. Seems like a decent... It's like my... You know what my feeling is when I watch the NFL? Like, the NFL has become so dangerous and so hard to watch that I, like, feel like when the win probability of an NFL game gets to, like, 98%, they should, like, call it for safety. Like, there's no reason to play fourth quarters of, like, three touchdown games when players, like, might get killed. (laughs) This one is like, okay, let's just run the clock for the final 16 minutes. Oh, well, we got 18 minutes. Joe, right-hand drive. Comes off a Gobert pick with a left hand now. Gets into the yellow of the paint. Kicks to Niang. Right side three. No good offensive rebound. Rudy swiped away and stolen by Lee. Russell attacking because he sees Niang and lays it up and in. 82-54. Russell had a very good year in Brooklyn last year. Got a max contract as part of the Kevin Durant trade and likely on the trade block for the Warriors. Bogdanovich in the pocket, gets in the lane, gets his shot blocked, grabbed out of the air by Rudy, foul on Draymond Green, and Rudy lays it up and in. Let's not forget, by the way, that they're in the midst of a 30-point game. There is a little something personal in this game for Rudy Gobert. It was a year ago at this time that Rudy Gobert does not make the All-Star team, is emotional about it, and Draymond mocks him in the media. I don't think Rudy Gobert is mining putting a 30-point victory on top of the Warriors while having 19 points, 13 rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and a steal tonight. And Draymond Green just got a technical foul for slamming the ball to the floor. And now Draymond's arguing some more. Which might be Draymond might have decided that a thousand few dollars is worth going home right now. The officials explained to Jason Goble saying he bounced the ball down and went all the way up. I got a call it. I don't have a choice. Steve Kerr's arguing. Steve Kerr might like let's see, what night is it? Good place isn't on tonight, right? Good place is Thursday nights on NBC. Good place? Good place is Thursday nights on NBC, right? Nobody knows. Everybody here's a basketball fan. Free throw no good by the Jazz. They lead 85-54. Alec Burks coming off his 33-point night. He's been relatively quiet tonight. Driving to the basket. Scores it for two. AB with his seventh point. Pass up top. Draymond jumps the passing lane. Knocks it in the backcourt. Eric Pascal short with a layup. AB grabs the rebound. They give it inside to Glenn Robinson. He tries to attack the ball. And he lays it up and in. We've got a palindrome, though, 85-58. 450 left here in the third. Ingles, who's got eight dimes tonight, comes off a Gobert pick, holds it, dribbling, and then a reach-in foul from behind from Alec Burks. 
Utah Jazz play-by-play is proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Start your home improvement project with a home equity line of credit with Golden West Credit Union. For just 1.99% APR, fixed for the first six months. No fees. Apply at GWCU.org. Joe Ingles goes to the free throw line. With Joe at the line. First one, no good. Here's what Joe Ingles said about why he wears number two. I'd always wore seven. I wear it with the national team. I've worn it pretty much every team I've, I've been on. I asked for it not knowing a lot about the Jazz before I came here and got very quickly shut down. Then I actually asked for number 22nd and again got... I was 20 in Barcelona, so that was kind of my, my second number. And then I didn't really know what number to be, to be honest. And I'm born on the 2nd of October. Now I've got two kids, so it kind of works a little bit. And... One of my my very, very good friends is number two in the Australian Rules football, and he always said to me, if you can't pick number seven, be two. And it was open, and it just kind of worked out. Joe Ingles with the story behind number two is Draymond Green misses a three from straightaway, and the Jazz rebound 86-58. Utah leads with 4-12 left in the third. Mid-block left. Bogdanovich left pivot foot holding. Tough defense. Cross-court pass. George Niang, right corner three. You know what you can do, Ron? You can put the triplets in the minivan. 89-58. Jazz by 31. Great back screen set there by Rudy Gobert. What if he gets a screen assist for that? AB's got Rudy on an island. He knows better than to try it. Swings around on the right side. Glenn Robinson hits the three. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. 3.38 left in the third. 89-61. Jazz in control by 28 on the Jazz Radio Network. The Utah Jazz lead by 28 have been in control all night. In fact, the Warriors' largest lead was two. So it will not be by Jazz led by 14 at the end of one. They led by 22 at the half. They led by as many as 31 a few moments ago. And they are in complete control. As the Jazz absolutely have been brilliant now for 20 straight games. Or for a period of 20 games, the Jazz will go to 18 and 2. 89-61 as Mike Conley checks in. Quinn took that time out to institution of Clarkson and Conley and get them in the ballgame. Clarkson, double teamed outside, gives to Bogdanovich. Left corner, Niang. He opened the sliding door from the left corner this time instead of the right side. And that minivan is full with back-to-back threes. So both sides have sliding doors, huh? They Evidently. Those who do not know, George Niang self-proclaimed himself on a play last year when he kind of blew a tire. That he was, I'm no Ferrari, I'm a minivan. And we have glommed onto it. 92-64, Jazz lead this by 28. Bogdanovich, top of the key. Retreats out. Red shoes versus orange neon shoes. They double him off the dribble. Cross-court pass to Clarkson. Knocked away. Clarkson recovers. Lobs it high to Rudy. Slam dunk. I don't know that you can double-team the Jazz. They move the ball too well. 
And this goes back to the point I had earlier that you just have bad decisions as Gobert blocks a 15-foot jump shot. Pascal picks it out of the air, finds A.B., left corner, pocket, no good. Rebound Clarkson. Niang's running out in front on the right side. Bogdanovich on the left. Jazz are perfectly spaced already. And here will come a high pick from Gobert. Clarkson will drive into the lane. Scoots it out to the corner. It's Bogdanovich to the three, and it's good. They're ridiculous right now. What do you think the fans are thinking here? Well, they're wondering who these guys are, probably, because on both sides, frankly. They're not sure who's wearing the Warrior uniform, and they're probably not entirely sure who's wearing a Jazz uniform either. And they're wondering about the season ticket commitment they made to this new building. 97-64. Bogdanovich, high pick and roll. Perfectly spaced again. Rotates to the top to Clarkson. Goes behind his back. Gets in the yellow paint. Fades back for a tough contested shot. Maybe the first poor shot of the night by the Jazz. It's blocked. Here comes the Warriors the other way with a layup. The Jazz offensive rating tonight is still at 1.5. This might be one of the best single offensive games by any team all season. I will look it up in a moment. Here's Conley through the lane. Gobert goes Ingles and fakes the pass to the corner. (laughs) Then tries to lay it up, and he's fouled. Oh, my goodness. It's a good thing he did, too, because I think Draymond Green may have picked it off if he would have made that pass to the corner to, to Clarkston. Gobert fakes the pass to the corner and then gets fouled on his way to the basket. Dogs and cats are living together. Madness, I tell you. Magic Gobert. Rudy at the free throw line for two. Free throw is good. This is giving me a chance to look up what the single best offensive rating of any team has been all season long. The single best offensive rating of any team all season long was a 142 by the Dallas Mavericks against the Golden State Warriors. There's only been one game all year with an offensive rating over 140. And the Jazz are at 150 right now. A.B., fadeaway jumper contested in the corner. No good. Rebound, Gobert. Rudy's got 22 points, 14 rebounds, 2 assists. High pick and roll. Clarkson to the corner to Bogdanovich. Three ball rattles out. But again, the decisions by the defense are just impossible. Pascal, top of the key jumper. No good. Rebound comes to Gobert. That's number 15. Conley. Staggers waiting on each side. Comes off it. Now low left-hand dribble. Gets in the lane. Puts up the right-hand floor and scores. Watching the game plan this morning, I got the impression the way they were designing things that the Golden State Warriors ran a lot of a lot of action in their offense. I'm just not seeing that tonight. Pascal trying to drive on Gobert, got a shoulder on him, gets to the basket and scores. Nice play by Aaron Pascal. 168 with 15.8 seconds left. Rajon Tucker, Jawan Morgan, Emmanuel Moutier, all getting excited for the fourth quarter. Jazz by 31 as Conley comes to the front court with 12 seconds left, met by ABs. Playing the game right and battling. Comes off of Bogdanovich, pitch with five seconds. 
Drives to the left hand with four, two. Gets by the defender, puts up another floater. This one's wild and no good. That's the end of the third. 100 to 69. The Utah Jazz lead this by 31 as we head to the fourth of the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz are pretty much doing everything well at this point. A 35-point quarter. They lead it 100-69. They have 11 offensive rebounds. They have 13 threes. They've committed just five turnovers. They're shooting an effective field goal percentage of 65%. They're virtually perfect offensively tonight, Ron. It really has been. They've gotten everything they wanted. I expect it that. Just didn't expect the Golden State Warriors to be as bad as they are I and mean, coming into tonight's game we talked about how hard they play and because of that how they force turnovers we haven't seen any of that and davis on the floor for the jazz as mike conley works in the middle of the paint puts up a floater up and in quinn is probably going to keep the regulars out there for about another six minutes so that conley plays with them that would be my guess that this will be really conley time here donovan clarkson o'neill and davis on the floor and a back shot by d'angelo russell up and in the other one is Quinn, out of respect for Ed Davis's career, does not like him to finish blowouts in garbage time. He'd rather have the third-year player, Tony Bradley, do that. So Ed Davis will get these minutes right now. Ed's still a very important part of this team's chemistry. Right corner, catch and shoot for Jordan Clarkson. No good. He's far better from the left corner than the right corner. 102-71. Pascal in the right Mid-block, jumper over Donovan, no good. Those are two buddies. 102-71, Donovan rolling with 23 points tonight, and the meter's still on. His pass knocked away, picked up by Ed. Donovan with his bright yellow shoes, drives with the right hand. Pascal's got the shoulder on him, he draws the foul. It's interesting on Donovan driving right-handed, Ron. If you put the, if you don't get out in front of him, then he drives into you, draws the foul. If you get out in front of him, then the spite of spin comes. He's really figured out those two options when he's driving. He's just turned into a guy that makes adjustments good. I mean, this is the sign. Conley, beautiful hook pass out to Donovan. Passes to Clarkson. Clarkson penetrates, get in the lane. Little floater, no. Ed Davis tip, yes. Davis. 104 to 71. Jazz just got to the point where you think that Donovan cannot be defended. I mean, that's that's what I'm seeing now. How many points a game do you have to be averaging to be in the classification of not being able to be defended? Well, I've said this many, many times. I think 25 points a ball game is that. But I've also, also thought, David, and I do believe this, that Donovan, with the arsenal that he has, 20 points is easy to score for a guy like that, you know, because he's going to knock down a couple of threes, going to get to the free throw line, and then, then you only need about six buckets. D'Angelo Russell pull up jumper, and Donovan doesn't pig a game, right? You never see Don, you never watching Donovan thinking that he's taking shots that aren't part of the flow as Clarkson goes between the legs off a of miss, but out to O'Neal. He crosses over, drives to the rack, hooks it back out top to Donovan. Underhand scoop back to O'Neal in the corner. Three ball, no good. Jazz are just having fun with passing right now. Mm-hmm. 104-71. But so my point on that is if Donovan wanted to be scoring 28-29 a game, I think he probably could. He could. A- absolutely. If he played like Russell's playing right now, he absolutely could. 
D'Angelo Russell is who he's referencing, not Russell Westbrook, but that would have been a fair <laughs> You can mention Russell Westbrook as well. Did you see that play? I showed you that play, yeah, right? Yeah, you did. Oh my that, was, gosh. that was why. Russell Westbrook, inter- Harden driving, kicks to the corner, intercepted by Westbrook, his teammate. That was not the call. 104-71. That's what the call should have been. With Tucker in the corner, Tucker the best wide corner open. three shooter in the, <laughs> yeah. in the league. Clarkson misses a free throw. It's 104-71. You know what I just found out about this Jumbotron here? Which it, is massive. Yes. And the clarity in it is, is great. I mean, it's absolutely just yes. perfect. It goes up into the ceiling. It takes 20 minutes to get it all the way up into the ceiling. And... And so what does that allow them to do in that concerts, concerts or something like that? Yes, a- absolutely. Interesting. But it takes about 20 minutes to get all the way up in the ceiling. You, they said you can't even see it. Marquise Chris rolls to the basket, misses the layup, and taps it up and in. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com for easy home delivery and a fast as an hour. Enjoy same-day pickup at the store. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Mike Conley, three ball straight away, rims out. Mike tonight, three of eight shooting, six points. 105-73. Jordan Poole to the window, misses the shot, rebounds tapped around, Clarkson has it. He's got Moutier in the right corner, Emmanuel catch and shoot on the run and hit it. Man, that is not something that's supposed to be in Emmanuel Moutier's repertoire of shots. Yeah, that's... Jazz are 14 of 33 from three now. Another lob to the rim. And Marquise Chris scores. 108-75. Decent chance we might not have another whistle blown for the final eight minutes and 30 seconds. Ed Clark. Ed Davis, excuse me. Hands it up to... Oh, we have a whistle, and it's an offensive foul on Emmanuel Moutier clearing out... Offensive foul, number eight. Alec Burks. A.B. will sit down. Draymond has played his... 25 minutes tonight. We'll probably not play anymore. Sit out against the Portland Trail Blazers with flu, light symptoms. The day after every Jazz win, Homer away, Little Caesars is giving you a free pizza. Order one custom round multi-topping pizza through Little Caesars app, and you'll receive a free large extra most bestest pepperoni pizza using the promo code JAZZWIN. Valid all participating Utah Little Caesars locations. Ed Davis grabs a rebound off a Russell miss. Conley. Still on the floor. Probably trying to get get a little run down. Maybe get him up to close to 20 minutes tonight. Clarkson drives the baseline. Comes up the reverse side. Gets his shot block. Comes back down with it to Moutier. Moutier works with 5 on the clock. Passes out to the wing to Conley. Catch and shoot 3. No good. Long rebound. Comes out to Russell. Pushes ahead to Marquise Chris. He's at the rack and he dunked it. He's a highlight reel. He also was like minus 15 in eight minutes in the first half. Quinn Snyder takes the timeout. 108-77, left. Jazz in control. Warriors are on a 4-0 run. Timeout. We'll come back with more on the Jazz Radio What up? What, what, what's happening in the association? It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. The debut of Zion. With the first pick, the New Orleans Pelicans select Zion Williamson from Duke University. 
Just four days before Zion's NBA career was scheduled to start, word that he will miss a period of weeks to start this regular season. It has been three months, 44 regular season games since we have seen Zion on a court. At forward, 6'6 from Duke, number one, Zion Williamson. The Pelicans have 26 points in this fourth quarter. Zion's got 17 of them. Zion Williamson, 22 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists in 18 minutes. That's it. 17 of his points came in the third quarter. And he is not in right now as the Pelicans trying to rally back and win this one against the Spurs. A big battle for the eighth playoff spot. Jazz with a win tonight will move into second all by themselves in the West. 108-79. Will we ever relinquish second in the West? Oh, Oh, how cocky can we get? Rajon Tucker's in. Mike Conley's still in the game getting some minutes. Niang tries to throw a lob to Tucker. Gets intercepted. Turnover back the other way by the Warriors. And then Lee pushes Mike Conley for a foul. NBA action tonight. Here's what's happened. Some stunners. Atlanta beats the Clippers. Clippers did play without Kawhi and Paul George. But they still lose in Atlanta, 102-95. Interesting game in Toronto tonight where Philadelphia and Toronto went down to the wire. And Philadelphia folded in the fourth as Toronto outscores. Mike Conley hits a jumper left side. It's good. 31-23. And the other thing that happened in that game is that Josh Richardson, four minutes into the game, hurt his hamstring. That's one of their major... It's a good point, Ron. There's been a lot of hamstrings. Yeah. But that is kind of their actual go-to one-on-one player. So now without Embiid and Richardson, maybe for an extended period of time, it's be interesting to see what happens to Philadelphia as Moutier works in the lane top, spins it up and in. Oklahoma City won in Orlando tonight, 120-114. to 114. They just continue to be much better than a lot of people expected. Chris Paul had 19, 18 for Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Omari Spellman driving here, and Ed Davis grabs him. Boston blew out Memphis, 119-95. John Morant was human tonight, 24 minutes, went scored two points as they pulled the plug on that one early on both sides. That was a blowout of colossal performance levels. Miami beat Washington in overtime, 134-129. Lakers beat the Knicks 100-92 tonight. Both Anthony Davis and LeBron played. 28 points for Anthony Davis, 21 for LeBron as the Lakers go to 35-9 on the year. Chicago beat Minnesota 117-110. Free throws by Spellman are good. 112 to 81 here with six minutes to play. Houston beat Denver tonight, 121 to 105. Denver, as Tucker throws a pass to Davis, it's stolen by Spellman. He dunks it the other side. So Houston coming off a bad loss the other night breaks their four-game losing streak. And Denver, who's been playing shorthanded tonight, just couldn't overcome that. Moutier working the left side into an off-the-bounce three swish. Man, Emmanuel Moutier has just gotten so much better as the year's gone on. Yeah, that's his spot. He's made 10, well, now 11, coming into tonight's game. So that left side is... 
One is of his, it easier going left as a right-hand shooter or going right as a right-hand shooter? I've always thought it was easier going left because your, your right hand, you don't necessarily have to square up in order to get the shot off. Going, If you're going to your right, you're going to have to turn and square up in order to, to shoot the ball. Foul up top. It's going to be on Tucker. Well, the Indiana Pacers, who the Jazz throttled the other night, and I would never want to be on the backside of a Nate McMillan's team being throttled. Well, the Phoenix Suns did not want to be tonight. Indiana beats Phoenix tonight, 112-87. to Guess they decide to right the ship there. 24 for Sabonis, 25 for T.J. Warren after the Jazz blasted them on the back end of the back tonight. So that's two or three on this road trip? or Big one for them. Then they come here next, and then they go to... Then I think they go to Portland, and if they, I mean, boy, if Indiana can pull off four of the wins on this road trip after winning in Denver already on this trip, then they really, with Victor Oladipo coming back, make a run for that second seed in the West. Jazz by 30. Again, 115-85, who won by 30 the other night. The team that partially led the G League. As Moutier bumps and backs in the post, we get the foul. Tony Bradley will check in for Ed Davis here. Quinn gives Ed Davis seven minutes of run. He has four rebounds, two points, and two fouls. How much does that how much does that value to Ed Davis or a message to the players that Quinn uses Ed Davis in that manner rather than using him in garbage time? Well, it just lets him know, okay, you you make him feel anyway that he's not a garbage time player. I mean you've you've been in the league as long as he has. Just being respectful, I think. George Niang drives the basket, fading back with a left hand over traffic and backwards somersaulting. Flips it up and in. Jordan Poole, who has the worst shooting percentage of anybody in the NBA, misses. Juwan Morgan rebounds. Outlet to Tucker. Tucker lobs it to Bradley, and it goes over the Salesforce building and out of bounds. Bradley got hit in the... uh, um, He's a really not very eager and anxious to running back the other way right now as he takes some deep breaths and wonders how he feels. Pick, pick. <laughs> Top to Spellman. Hey, if you're still listening, we made you smile. It's 10 o'clock. Left block, Omari Spellman guarded by Moutier with the Jazz up 117-85 to and 4.15 left and Spellman. Drop steps and lays it up and in. 6-9 on 6-4. Morgan hands it off to Moutier. Moutier works himself into the dotted line, flares it back to Niang. Niang off a Bradley pick, takes a left-hand dribble, cross-court pass to Tucker, ball fakes with four, goes to the basket, high up above the rim, and then brings it back down and lays it up and in the hops of Tucker. We've been waiting to see. Steve Kerr wants a timeout. 119-87, the Jazz... Doing what they should tonight against an inferior opponent who has lost 11 of 12. And the Jazz will be in second place in the Western Conference by themselves at the end of the night. 119.87 on the Jazz Radio Network. Twitter feed, I'm not double checking this, but it's, I'm going to give credit, Spitfire 23, 23, 23 
tells me that they looked through the historical standings. I don't even know how to do this. And the last time the Jazz were in second place or better at this point of the season was 1990. And it was a tie. The Jazz will be in second all by themselves at the end of the night. Battling for the rebound, Spellman gets it over Niang and it's fouled. Special hello to Travis K. Hawks, who says, us real fans are listening until the clock says 0-0. Well, you got 3.35 to keep listening, buddy. It's 119-87, Utah. Trevor Fairbanks says, pick, pick. I appreciate you making this entertaining. Thanks, you, Trevor. Andy says, I can listen to you in 1041 straight. That's Ron. Read the phone book, but you might as well take the rest of the night off. Love the show, guys. If it was not illegal, we would start postcast during the broadcast. 119-89. Jazz in control here and have been all night. They led by 14 at the end of one, 22 at the half, 31 at the end of three. Manuel Moody off a Tony Bradley pick. Kicks to the corner, Juwan Morgan. Chests it back up top to Niang. Double teamed, flares to Moody. Three on the shot clock, finds Tucker. Left corner, three is an air ball. Try to get Morgan a shot some kind of way, you know. Morgan, it's interesting how dominant Morgan and Tucker were in the G League and in garbage time of the NBA, they still don't get looks, isn't it? Well, they're trying not to make mistakes and not playing as free as they did, you know. Absolutely. Stars won tonight again, though. Boy, they are really good. Fun to watch the Stars if you get a chance to stop by Salt Lake Community College and enjoy that family atmosphere. 119-89. We're home Saturday for a midday game against Dallas, who lost Dwight Powell to an Achilles tendon. Here's Morgan straightaway three, banked at home. That'll look the same as a swish in the scorebook, but his teammates will never let him know that. 122 to 89. <laughs> Dwight Powell, that's a pretty big piece of the Dallas Mavericks out for the year, the Stanford University product. Yeah, he was coming off the bench, but you know, that is that is a big piece because I, I thought he was playing a wing and also playing that power forward position there as well. Good passer out of their center position. 122 to 89 with 226 left. Final game of the night. And at the end of the night, the standings, the Jazz will be in second place in the Western Conference by themselves. Tucker puts up a mid-paint floater and scores it. Zion Williamson tonight was the first rookie to score 17 points in a quarter in their NBA debut since. Who do you think it's since, Ron? Who do you think the last rookie to score 17 points in their NBA debut was? Would, would I be wrong to say Michael Jordan? How about Jake Lehman? <laughs> Who? Who? Jake Lehman in the fourth quarter of a game from Portland. <laughs> Must have been a game like this one. 127-91. Niang just hit a three. Bounces to Bradley. Running the floor. He's fouled. Tony didn't like that foul. Tony popped up a little upset with Marquise Chris. Marquise Chris has a traditionally... There's a little streak of meanness. Or attitude problem. Or attitude or... I don't know what was wrong with that one, though. I didn't didn't see anything. Got Tony a little low on the back end of it might have been. I don't know. All I know is that I have a Twitter feed, Ron, that gives me all the things on the Golden State Warriors, like their media. They're only tweeting about the Yang gang. The only thing being tweeted right now on the Warriors Twitter feed is Andrew about Andrew 
uh, Andrew Yang having Dave Chappelle coming to Iowa and South Carolina and Ken Jong coming to Nevada and other stuff like that. The Warrior beat reporters aren't even following the team. 127-91 and now 93 as the Jazz will win tonight. The offensive rating for the Jazz through three quarters was an insane 145 as Moutier's three is no good, but Tony Bradley's follow is knocked away in a foul on Bradley. The offensive rating for the Jazz has slipped under 140. There's only one team all year that had a 140 offensive rating. That was the Dallas Mavericks against Golden State. The next best was Philadelphia put up a 138 against Cleveland, and the Clippers put up a 138 against Atlanta. Layman, Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, out of Maryland. Must have been a blowout. He scored 17 points. He's now in Minnesota not playing because of injury. Well, the league will not notice this one because the league is talking about Zion, who evidently had a brutal first half and a unreal explosion in the third quarter. Or maybe it was the fourth. Third, I think it was the third quarter. Third. Your watch told you that, Jetson. <laughs> I love Ron Boone looking at his watch to give me the latest news. It's, all, it's a bossy watch. It's always <laughs> telling you what to do. You what know? else is it telling you to do? Stand. <laughs> you can still do it. <laughs> all kind of weird stuff. <laughs> I don't want to stand. I like this recliner. I'm seven years old. Damn it, I'll do what I want. <laughs> Tucker to the top with 40 seconds to play. What's the watch say he should do? Throws up a left-handed air ball, gets his own rebound on a tip, and lays it up and in. What else did he tell you to do? Tell you how to eat? He's getting me Twitter. Twitter comes through on here. That's good. You're really active. It does give me the time. (laughs) Concept that a watch actually would do something crazy. You know what's wild? I got this new thing right here, Ron. It makes phone calls. It's totally incredible. This is the 21st century, right? Well, I mean, this, yeah, I got this thing I can carry with me. It makes phone calls. It's amazing. Well, they call it a phone. <laughs> Actually, no, it did that. You have a watch that tells time. That's incredible. 129 to 95. Oh, we can all laugh. We can all be giddy when we've won 18 of 20 and 13 of 14. There's no people that know that better than the people here in Oakland, or excuse me, in San Francisco. They knew it in Oakland. Technical foul. Let me guess, Marquise Chris. Let me guess, Marquise Chris is involved. Because if Marquise Chris is involved in this, it would continue my streak of every game I've ever called with Marquise Chris, where at some point in time, he... Has he been involved in something? Marquise Chris. Marquise Chris has been ejected. Well, they're Number going the wrong way if they're going to shoot. Free. They're going the wrong way if they're going to shoot. No, they're not shooting free throws. No, I think someone in the Jazz got ejected, too. Who I think Tony that? Bradley might have gotten ejected. Yeah, I Tony guess Bradley's so. walking off. Steve Smith hustling across the floor to get Tony. Marquise Chris has got serious emotional problems. Well, I like Tony Bradley standing up for himself. I do too, and that's yeah. that all stemmed back from whatever, whatever ha- it must have happened before that foul. That that was going on for a little while. But I'm telling you, we've never run. We've not ever called a game with Marquise Chris not having a problem with someone. 
And he did this time with 16 seconds left. We will dribble out the clock, and Utah will win it 129 to 96. Their offensive rating will slide to a 137. And they might get a turnover there. So tonight's offensive performance will be one of the top five offensive performances by any team all year without, tr- and they didn't try in the fourth quarter. Though, frankly, uh, let's be honest, when your offensive rating is where it is, none of these games were close. So the Jazz dominant. And they win it. 18 of 20. 13 of 14. Probably pretty fun to come to work right now if you're a Utah member of the Utah Jazz. Like player or staff member. Joe Ingles is chatting with the officials and now puts on his headset. Hi, Joe. How are you? I can see. You need to stand up so I can see you properly. I am. I am standing, Joe. <laughs> on the desk. Yes. Um, I just said that if you're a member of the Utah Jazz, it's probably a lot of fun to come to the gym every night right now. Yeah, I mean, obviously for a little while now we've kind of found out our style and the way we want to play, and um, it's been fun. We we move the ball. We obviously play hard on the defensive end, and. Um, like you said, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. There are decisions that the other team's defense has to make on every possession, and they're all bad decisions, it feels like. Can you feel that offensively right now? I think we, I think just just knowing, obviously, what we want to do and being a, a aggressive and the, the, the amount of playmakers and scorers and shooters and the way we space, and then with Rudy on the rim, um, there's obviously just a lot of options out there. and. Um, such an unselfish team that different guys are going each game or each night and we, we try and go to that guy um, at, the, at the current time. So, um, like I said, it's, it's a lot of fun to play and, and the unselfishness is, is obviously key to that. It's a few hours ago, you might not recall, but do you remember the first play of the game and the amount of passes on the very first play of the game? No, I got no idea. So you guys came down, and I think through seven or eight passes on the first play of the game, it was one of those pinging around the gym, and it just feels like that started the night. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've had a, a lot of those clips recently. We watched a few in our, our team sessions, and um, uh, I think, I don't know how many we've had, but it feels like it happens pretty consistently at the moment. And obviously, that's a, like I said, it's a fun way to play when you're not worried about who's shooting or who's scoring. Um, just trying to find the best shot, and I think we've been doing that recently. Joe, thanks for the time. Appreciate no worries. Appreciate it. Joe Ingles with us for the postgame show. 129 to 96. The Jazz have won 18 of 20. They have won 13 of 14. Gordy Chiesa, how the heck are you? I'm doing great, guys. These are the kind of games where it's so important to uh, play well, and the Jazz did. To start the beginning of the, of the game, Davey mentioned about it right away, uh, ping-ping around perimeter to swing passes. The Jazz have 31 assists on 50 baskets, and that tells you even throughout the game that they were really trying to move the ball and look for each other. And the offensive rating has been, it all starts when you, you don't care about scoring as long as you do, uh, as long as you do move the ball. And it's the, um, the pre-shot values of the Jazz spacing, their cutting, how they dynamic rim roll with Rudy and Tony Bradley, and then everybody throws the extra pass. And most of all, they, they space the floor, and as the ball moves, they move in lockstep. 
You know, blowout games, Gordy. What do you what 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 do we get out of a blowout game? What does a team get out of a blowout game? Well, it gets a, it gets you really chemistry. What it does, Ron, is that the uh, the the bench players numbers, like we say, numbers uh, nine through fifteen, know they get, they're going to go in the game at uh, at an earlier time than before, and that uh, those guys get themselves ready to go, and then you see the starters become cheerleaders. So the main guys, uh, their role changes during the game uh, based on a uh, a route, and it's really special, and that's really team. I get a great kick out of seeing Donovan Mitchell have so much fun on the sideline and Rosanee when one of their teammates makes a, makes a basket or a winning play. And it, so it builds chemistry. So as a coach, when, when, when bench guys get a chance to go in and spend a significant amount of minutes, what does a coach look for? I mean, what... what yeah, what do they look for? They look for not not to be uh, selfish. So a lot of times with lesser teams, it's a it's a it's a route your team is losing, and so the guys get in the game. I call they shoot angry. So all the bench players are so angered that they were they didn't play earlier. Oh, by the way, I should be starting. They go in the game and they just <laughs> shoot angry jumpers. The Jazz is the opposite. They shoot what? Smooth jumpers. They move the ball. They don't care who scores. So that's why they shoot at a high percentage. So angry versus what? Happy jumpers. Happy jumpers. Happy jumpers. Happy face on there. That's yeah, exactly right. Happy jumpers. Happy, and, they, and David, it all, but it all starts with uh, pre-shot values. So the offensive uh, off-the-charts rating of, of uh, efficiency is not one thing. It's everything. Rudy uh, rim running to the basket as far as a dynamic roller opens up so much of the open space for Donovan and Joe Mickles and, and for Boyan to make the open uh, three-point shots. So Rudy sets the, forms the screen and right away jumps out of it and rolls. And most times the bigs in the coverage should be on his body. They're not. They're up too high on it and gives Rudy a, a rim run. And the, the smaller guys in the baseline are too small to tag him up on the rim. He, he gets so many law passes. So he it's had, great. He, I think he's had five straight. I thought Scott Rogers TV had. I think that's his fifth straight game with five dunks or more. Actually, he had seven tonight. So they're talking, he had seven dunks. Rudy's final numbers were, were uh, three blocks and seven dunks as far as the activity, plus the 15 rebounds and the, and the 22 points. Also, Tony Bread, I know he got ejected, the last uh, and the fake, and new points well taken. Marquis Chris, I've never seen also at any, any NBA game or G League game where he didn't do something bizarre during the game. Either tripping somebody, <laughs> you know, David, in transition, a guy trips somebody or, or throws the ball off the guy's head on an out-of-bounds play. Something like bizarre. So it's right on point. Uh, Gordy, you're the best. Uh, here's the number one question every Jazz fan has. So I'm going to ask you. It's been 20 games now of an offensive rating that is probably close to 120. League best is 116. League average is about 110. How sustainable is what we're watching? Very much because they, they, they have quality depth. If it, was only, if it was only two, three guys that were scoring and moving the ball, it, that, it would go lesser against the better teams. But the Jazz really right now are nine players deep and that all nine of those guys are value contributors. So the answer is it can be go for a long, long time. I'm looking forward to the Dallas Mavericks uh, slugfest on Saturday afternoon because they're a good team, and so are the Jazz. Here's an interesting note for you. We play a bunch of good teams coming up. Denver twice, Portland twice, Dallas twice, San Antonio once or twice. None of them are top ten defensively. Correct. So the offense is still good. 
we could keep this thing. We, we, do, we, we actually have played better defenses in the last 15 games than we will play for the next 10. We're playing better offenses also, so you're not bringing the ball out of the net as much. But defensively, the teams we've been playing, Orlando, Chicago, those teams are actually better defensive teams, and we have torched them all. Correct, and it all starts with just everybody moving the ball and also how they value the possession. So tonight's game, uh, before the game, we, we talked about about the Warriors being active on defense. Guess what? Until tonight, where they did absolutely nothing. So the Jazz valued the ball, and it, it, part of their part of their their schematically offensively is that how they space the floor and how when they dribble at somebody. So much of velocity handoff, and that gives Jordan Clarkson type people a chance to penetrate in the lane. So it's really special. If I'm a Jazz fan right now, I'm really enjoying this. I'm feeling good about this. It's happy times. Happy jumpers, happy times with Gordy Chiesa. More. Oh, okay, sorry, that's Jake's job. <laughs> uh, thank you guys. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, see you. See you guys. There you go, Lock and Boone. Yep, the Jazz dismantle the Warriors, 129 to 96. We're breaking it down next, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show. Jake Scott, Coach Gordon Chiesa, with you. The Jazz beat the Golden State Warriors one twenty nine to ninety six. Just absolutely pummeling Golden State. Donovan Mitchell with twenty three points. Rudy Gobert with twenty two to go along with fifteen rebounds and three block shots. And Coach, we we're just chatting a little bit during the break. There, a little surprised we didn't see more of an effort from Golden State tonight. Yes, up to this point, their record their record as far as is really. Uh, Less than the NBA, but they do play hard with their uh, marginal players. Tonight was the opposite, where their record is still dis- dismal, but they didn't even play hard. So the Jazz really just hounded and pounded them. The game was over literally in the first five minutes. It was over, and the Jazz continued that. When you're really a good team is when you have a team down and you just keep going at them, and you, whether you're the starters or the, the bench guys come in the game, everybody contributed tonight, and the Warriors was really totally a lack of effort. The Warriors right now are 10 and 36, Jake, 8 and 16 at home. The only quarter the Jazz did not dominate tonight, Coach. They outscored Golden State 29 to 27 in the fourth quarter, but by that point, really the whole team was well, the 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 starting group, the main group for the Jazz was resting. Yeah, very much. And these are the kind of games where they build chemistry, where the roles are inverted where the bench players uh, most times che- uh, are cheering for the starters throughout a very highly uh, f- highly f- contested hard-fought game. In tonight's situation, in the second half when the game was absolutely over, the starters became the active cheerleaders for the bench guys that came in the game, and everybody played well. When you, when you have 31 assists in a, real, a game out of 50 baskets, that tells you that everyone was sharing and caring and that they moved the ball beautifully, they took the right shot, and they were able to, generally speaking, cut with velocity and finish at the rim or the three ball. 
The Jazz uh, now coach sit all alone in second place in the Western Conference. They're a half game up on the Clippers, who lost tonight to the Atlanta Hawks. And Denver also uh, took a loss tonight to the Houston Rockets. So uh, good night for the Jazz as far as uh, positioning in the standings go as they were able to come away with win uh, against the Warriors 129-96. to The Jazz now have a couple of days off. They'll take on the Mavericks on Saturday, uh, an afternoon game here in Salt Lake City, which is great, starting at 3 uh, so coming up on the post game, well, we'll say goodnight to our network stations now. Those of you sticking around with us, we'll have sound from the podium, sound from the locker room, and we'll do a little preview on the Mavs since tonight's game was uh, a tad bit of a snoozer, Coach. We'll uh, we'll sink into Dallas a little bit as well. Um, that's all coming up straight ahead. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. And that'll do it. This has been Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Basketball is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Lexus and Murray. And Lexus of Linden. By Zions Bank. For a noteworthy approach to banking, Zions Bank is for you. And by your Utah Toyota dealers. For all the latest jazz interviews, insights, and breaking news, go to 1280thezone.com and utahjazz.com. Ow! This is Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network.